This is Money Live on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. All right, we are back on Moneyline. Man, we got to a lot of fantasy questions. If you guys have some, keep hitting us up, 713-780-ESPN. We'll try and get to everybody. We had at Fantasy ADHD on, and uh, looks like we're going to go to my favorite segment, Jerry's favorite segment. It's the Gal Media All-Stars. Let's see what picks they have for us this week. Hit it, Harrison. It's the Gal Media All-Stars Plays of the Week. The Blitz is Fred Bauer. Hey, guys, good luck today. Hopefully you guys will make a bunch of money. I am on two games for this week's picks, and we'll start with uh, the Colts minus nine against the Giants. I think the Colts are going to roll the Giants. No Beckham. Giants have nothing left to play for, and the Colts need this game desperately. So I'm going to take the Colts minus nine. Also on the Falcons minus three against the Panthers, no Cam Newton. And I think the Falcons will go in there and take care of business. Those are my two plays. Good luck with all of yours. The Benches Lancer line. All right, guys, got a couple games here for you today. Let's go with the Indianapolis Colts minus the points. This is, you know, late in the year, you start looking for must-win games versus packing it in teams. And here's one with uh, Indy laying in the neighborhood of nine to nine and a half. It's it's a little bit of a heady number, but I feel like uh, it, it is truly packing in time for the for the uh, New York Giants. And we'll go ahead and lay the points with a Colts team that is still very much in the playoff race and an offense that has been very, very good with the exception of the stinker against Jacksonville. Then we are going to take the points at home with the Seattle Seahawks against the Chiefs. The Chiefs simply haven't been the same unit since they lost Kareem Hunt, while Seattle has been flying under the radar for much of the year uh, without the big name Legion of Boom. They are doing a nice job of playing much more consistent football than they have in the last couple of years. So we're going to take the points at a tough home spot, Seattle, plus points at home against KC. We will lay the number with the Colts and fade the Giants who are closing their season out and looking to find the parties on South Beach. Culture Maps, Eric Sandler. For my first pick this week, I'm taking the Miami Dolphins minus three and a half of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Dolphins have been surprisingly good at home this year with wins against both the Patriots and Bears. They were humiliated in Minnesota last week, but I think they bounced back against a Jacksonville team that looked totally lifeless against Washington. For my second pick, I'm taking the Cleveland Browns minus nine over the Cincinnati Bengals. The Browns throttled the Bengals by 15 in Cincy last month. I like them to keep the momentum from last week's win in Denver going and show that they're a team to watch in 2019. Sports Maps, Holly Seymour. All right, guys, no pretty stats this week for me. It's the end of the season, so I'm going straight off of film in my gut. For my first play, give me Atlanta. Gross, I know. This line shifted the most this week, and for good reason. Cam's on the bench, and this team just does not look like the home team hero we saw at the beginning of the season. I know the Falcons tend to blow it, but if you're able to snag them at minus two and a half, I would fight. For my second play, I'm going with my favorite team against the spread again. Seattle burned me last week, but that was a first. I like the underdog here. Seahawks aren't giving up yet. This team has more on the line than Kansas City. I think Seattle wins outright. Ooh, that's interesting. All right, I'm kind of on the other side of that one, Holly. I just, and I'm just not getting in front of the Chiefs anymore. I kind of refuse to do it. Um, 
I, I just, I don't know. It's burned me too many times. I'm just rolling with them. I, I do want to hit on one of Fred and Lance's picks because they're both together on this one, and I want to see your thoughts. They're both taking the Colts minus about nine against the Giants. I, what do you I, think? I have Colts minus nine and a half. So, yeah, I'm with it. So you're rolling I think with that it too. Indy lights it up. Wow, what do you think this is going to be a a, a high uh, a high total game or, or no? Um, I'm not sure how high the score will be because I don't see the Giants really putting up any points. So I feel like the majority of the points on the board are going to be Indy. So I just like I said, I'm with all of them on it. I think the Giants are pretty much done for the season. They're going to call it quits. And you make a good point. The Colts aren't where you want to where you'll be worried about the points coming from because they're number one in third down conversion rate six. In red zone conversion rate to touchdown, 67% of the time they get in the red zone, it's a touchdown. Giants, 26th against defending it. You'll see a lot of touchdowns rather than the three-pointers. So give me also those Colts. Wow, everybody's on the Colts this week. And AJ is also. I saw his picks that he posted on, uh, that, that he usually posts on Twitter, and that's one of his bigger plays I saw. So Colts is where it's getting at. I, uh, I, I'm with him. I'm with him. All right, I kind of want to get to this browns Bengals game. I know you're like, ew, gross. But I kind of think Baker just really wants to stick it to the Bengals again. It's about a nine, nine-and-a-half-point spread. Uh, if you had to pick this one, Holly, are, are you leaning Browns or Bengals? Oh, my gosh. I'm probably the only idiot in the whole world that's leaning Bengals right now, and I hate myself for it. <laughs> <laughs> I really – I mean, I like Cleveland. I like what Baker's doing. I just think that that's a little bit too many points right now for me to let Cleveland have. Yeah. So, and if Cincy comes out and plays the way they played last week, I, I that's the only reason I went and took Cincy here. And, and that's fair. Um, I mean, that's a lot of points. Let, let's be real. The, the other game I wanted to ask you about, and this is one Jerry and I were discussing a little earlier. He kind of he's kind of feeling the Dolphins this week against a, a Jaguars team that looks like they've kind of quit. Looks like the number's at about three and a half right now. Who do you like better in that one, Jacksonville or Miami? Never thought I would have said this, but I'm going Miami. <laughs> <laughs> in Benino Amiami? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there, too. <laughs> Will Smith said it best. <laughs> no, and, and it's, I'm, I'm with you on. And usually when Eric and I are on the same side of something, we usually kill it. And I am on the Dolphins. The only thing that scares me is 79% of the bets Dolphins, but 34% of the money is only on them. So, really? Do everybody is pounding the Dolphins, but not the money wise. You're seeing a lot of little tickets, and it just, it's scary to me. It's scary. Yeah. It, uh, it doesn't always work out that way, but for the most part, and from what I've seen in my, uh, in my times, this, this ends up as a, it ends up as a bad thing. Now, just always think about when you go to these table. Like I just saw AJ Post right now. The last time the Browns were favored by nine and a half points, Bill Belichick was the coach. <laughs> that's crazy that's, nice. that's crazy so just keep that in mind like like we're seeing just crazy numbers yeah we know baker threw for four touchdowns on him and he's licking his chops to get him again i mean there's a lot of stuff under the covers of that that family that existed at the beginning of the season that we're finding out now we're seeing that people really didn't like you that i mean we're seeing those things and there's nothing else that a young quarterback you know he wanted to say a lot and he said some and people kind of quiet him down from a pr standpoint this is where he talks on the field today. It is, and I thought it was interesting. Baker brought it up as a rivalry game. You know, that's like a throwback to, to college kind of thing, you know, and 
you know how they roll in college when it's a rivalry game. They're they're going to put their foot on your throat. Right. So so that could be really big. So keep an eye on that. But that is a lot of points, to be fair. I, I mean, think nine the bet, and a half. The, the smart bet there is, and I'll spoil it now, is fan, uh, Chubb. Nick Chubb, 84 yards. He had 100 last week. He's getting all the touches, averaging 20 touches per carry, since uh, 20 touches per game since Kitchens took over. Look for him to be leaned on. Even if they do open the spread up, they're up by 10 points, something. Look for them to lean on Chubb. He'll break a big one. I, I love him everywhere in DFS this year. I like him this week, too. All right, Holly, thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch up with you next week. Why don't you let everybody know where they can follow you on social media? No problem. You guys can follow me at XO Holly. And hey, good luck to uh, Houston fans out there today. I'm preparing for my Super Bowl. So I'll see you guys. Uh, hopefully, I'll be alive still next Sunday. Ooh, yeah. Big game there. Where are you leaning with this one, Holly? I know I know where your heart says. What, what, what does your head say for, yeah. for this game? It was it was funny because I was I threw the towel in with you guys last week. I was perfectly prepared for all of this, but now I've been resurrected. So I'm going to Philly tonight. She's right. back. She's back, and she thinks they'll cover the two I'm and a half. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there uh, you have I, it. No, I don't know about that. I got him on the pick em. I don't know about the two and a half. I got oh. him on the pick em. Hey, all and right. if y'all don't know, Holly's been hot the last few days. I seen you girl with the Ravens. I seen <laughs> you last night. Nobody was taking the Ravens. I'm trying to tell everybody these Ravens are, the, are my That's who the Chargers are. That's who the Chargers are yesterday. They need comebacks in primetime. That's what people remember. Those primetime comebacks are like, yeah, but who are they? Who really are the Chargers? Go back and look at all their home games. They barely squeak out wins. They're two big wins. Raiders, Cardinals, everything else. They've had trouble. Good pick, girl. There you go. Holly was on the Ravens. See you guys next Sunday. All right. Thanks, Holly. All right, looks like uh, we have a couple questions here maybe we can get to before uh, we hit break here in a, in a minute or so. Yeah. So it uh, looks like uh, Aiden's been holding longest with a fantasy question. Aiden, what do you got for us? How's it going, guys? I'm um, up in Philly for the game this week. Been riding Watson Hopkins all season. My question is about my flex. I got Julio Jones, who I'm worried about a snap count since he's hurt, or I can go with Jamal Williams for the Packers. What do you think? Boy, that's a tough one. It- if I actually saw the active inactives right now, I'll have to pull that up. But, oh, man, that's – for me, if, if Julio goes, I'm leaning Julio, but it's by a hair. I, I like Jamal Williams this week. I think he's going to have a nice game. But I, I'm not starting Julio in my champion – I'm not benching Julio in my championship game. When you get this far in the season and you, you have to look at the mentality, why would Julio risk playing this week whenever they aren't really playing for anything else? He's playing for him right now. He, uh, he's, he, wants to, he wants to get the NFL receiving yards this year. You know what I mean? That's what he's yeah. going for. So he's looking for a monster game today. There's no other reason for him to suit up after that. And he's always spoke about he likes to be the leader in those departments. So I'll have to go Julio. Don't get me wrong. The other matchup is great. But again, if you got to this far and the man's suiting up for you, I don't see him going out there and getting not finishing the game. He he, if he was anything close to not say he has to at least be ninety percent. There's some of these guys out here that are suiting up today that you, you like a girly that you're like, man, I don't even see him being sixty five, seventy percent. Yeah, a Julio not playing for anything. Just think about that. What mentality would you have as a fir- a person, an athlete, a professional? I want that receiving yards. I want that. I want that title this year. I'm going out there. I'm suiting up, coach. That, that's what's happening, and I'm looking at it right now. The the early inactives are out, and Julio's not on the list. It looks like he's going to play. Yeah, so, fire up Julio. Yep. Good luck, man. Yeah, good luck, Aiden. All right, uh, we'll get one more before we hit the break. Gambling question. Jerry, get your gambling hat on. You ready? Let's go, right. Ali. You're on Moneyline. Hey, guys. It's Ali. Um, Jordan, I met you this uh, Friday at the uh, holiday party at uh, Nick's place, and I told you I was telling you about some of my trends. 
I told you one of my big bets this week was uh, Baltimore, but my and that one panned out. But yeah. my other one, I'm going big on Carolina. Ooh, big on Carolina this week. Any any thoughts behind that? Why you're leaning that way? Well, Cam Newton like hasn't been playing all that great. I don't see much of a drop off, and that defense still played really well last week against New Orleans. So I still think that defense has something to prove. And again, Atlanta has nothing really to play for other than Julio trying to get the receiving yards record. But I think Carolina can get the upset there. That and they have they only get like twenty something percent of the the popular vote. No, and it and makes all the sense. money seems to be on uh, Atlanta. So I'm kind of fading the uh, the public on this one. And uh, you have every every right to Taylor Heineke is not a bad bad guy uh, to to he's an athlete. You heard Josh ADG say yeah. he, he wants like a four six. He's an athlete. I tell everyone when everything looks too easy and whenever you look today uh, or looked at whenever you first looked at the lines this weekend, that's one easy thing to man. You're like Cam Newton's gone. Atlanta's offense. Yeah, Atlanta. And you're completely right on that. If I was going to touch any side, I'm not going to personally, but I do. I would sign with Carolina. I got a couple buddies that got big, big, big money on Carolina. So I usually don't like to go against those guys, period. So whenever they got money on one side, we talk about it, and I uh, I either pass or, or I pass. So, yeah, write them down, man. Uh, be careful with it, though. But they, you can never go wrong fading the public, and a lot of people's money today is on Atlanta. Yep. Thanks for joining us, Ollie. It was nice meeting you the other day, man. Cameron, we see you on the board. We will get to you on the other side. That's producer Cameron. Oh, that's producer Cameron. Cam! Uh, all right, Cam, if you can hold a minute, we'll get to you on the other side, my man, so we can give you a little more time. And with all these great gambling questions, it brings up to me, Jerry, where's the best place to bet all this action, my man? The best and the only place, my bookie. Oh, it's my bookie, guys, and that's that's why we have these lines and why we have these shows and discussions is because they make these lines because they want us to bet on them. It's that simple. And you want to bet on it at my bookie. Just remember who you're betting on is just important as who you're betting with. My bookie, they're safe, reliable. We've been using them for years, guys. That's why we recommend them. And the biggest reason we recommend them is when you win, they pay you. Yeah, that's kind of a big important part of it, right, guys? They have in-game betting, so even if you miss kickoff, you can still get in there and get your bets in. They got fantasy points per game. Jerry was talking about it. Looks like Zeke Elliott's around 20 points for the over-under this week. So that's kind of an interesting one. If you think he's going to have a big game, take the over on MyBookie and make yourself some money. So just go to your computer, your phone, go to MyBookie.ag and get your account started. Right now, guys, they'll match your deposit by 50%. So you put it in 100, they'll drop in 50 for you. That's right, guys. How great is that? Free money. So just use the promo code radio to activate your offer. Go to MyBookie.ag today and don't forget to use the promo code radio. That's what Jerry and I use. You should use it too. That's right, guys. You play, you win, you get paid. My bookie. Twitter. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. I know what that music is. That means in just a little bit, this segment, in fact, Jerry Bowe's going to make you some money. Jerry Bowe's going to make you a lot of money because he's going to give you all his picks, all his plays for this week, parlays, everything he's got. He's going to throw it at you. But before we get to that, my boy Cam is on hold. I, I 
can't leave Cam holding on. I got to know what he's got going on. Cam, join the show. What's up, my man? Fellas, how are we doing? Oh, it's championship week, baby. It doesn't get much better than this. How are you doing? Bro, I'm good. I'm good. Even though it was my best friend's birthday last night and it's Christmas and all that sort of stuff and I had to miss the show, of course I had to watch it on the stream. I cannot I cannot go a week without my dude. <laughs> Look, I want to touch on this backup quarterback situation because I think it was Harrison that said the same thing. Look, Cam Newton's out. Cam Newton's out for me too, right? So what are you going to do? If you're in the championship game, you have to pick up somebody that you know is going to get points, right? Well, look, everybody's scared about Josh Allen going against the Patriots. We know Bill Belichick is a wizard. He's crazy, all that sort of stuff. Well, listen, Josh Allen gets points like a running back. Like, And this is what we said a couple weeks ago. I think it was me and you, Josh, chopping it up. He's like Lamar Jackson. He's like a third running back, right? He's going to get points on the run game, okay? So even if he's not getting the passing yards, he's going to get points to the run. My whole thing is, if you're trying to plug in Nick Foles, look at the situation, right? The Texans have to win this game because if they lose and the Colts win, the Colts are right there to take the division. That means the Texans cannot slip up, okay? So they're going to give everything that they have against Nick Foles, okay? They're going to play whatever they can come up with, whatever makes them go to the playoffs, they're going to give to Nick Foles, okay? Philadelphia doesn't have anything to play for, but the Texans do, that means Nick Foles, to me, is not a play today, right? Does that make sense to everybody, or is it, <laughs> is it just me? And well, then you, you flip it to Sam Darnold. Okay, Sam Darnold threw for, what, 300 yards against the Texans last week? Okay, look, we all know the Texans' secondary is a little weak. Look, Kareem Jackson should have been in the Pro Bowl. That doesn't mean that the Texans' secondary should have been into the Pro Bowl, okay? So, on the other hand, that means that whoever is playing the Texans today is out of the question. So, again, it goes back to Josh Allen. Josh Allen is a dual-threat quarterback, okay? He can run, he can throw. Maybe his passing game is not up to his running game, but even if he gets down to the Patriots, at least you know that he can do something second to throwing the ball, which is running the ball. And we've seen that all his points come from the run game. And New England is not the best against the run game, okay? So, if Josh Allen can get you 18 points, then we know Josh Allen's going to get you 18 points. I think everybody else is just a risk, guys. I could see that, and I mean Josh Allen and Cam Newton are actually kind of similar players, right? If you think about it, both have really big arms. Both can hurt you with their legs. Uh, my only concern, Cam, is I mean the Eagles have an outside shot at still making the playoffs, don't they? If they went out, I think you're right. I think you're right on that. But I guess everything just goes back to me is is what what can the quarterback bring on both sides if. If I'm Josh Allen, look, I get it. You know, my, my completion percentage isn't up there. Um, you know, my, my, my turnovers are, are kind of high. But at the same time, look, Buffalo and New England hate each other, okay? Buffalo knows that they're not making the playoffs. So what else is there for Buffalo to do? Screw up whatever New England can do best, okay? Take a first seed, a second seed, a home field advantage. Buffalo, for me, has nothing to play for besides screwing up New England. So for me... I, I know it's risky. I know it's Bill Belichick, but I, I have to go with Josh Allen. Like, I, I like Sam Darnold. I, I, I like what he did against the Texans. But, again, the Texans' secondary, it, 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 it's weak, you know, and he's going up against Green Bay. And I'm not going to sit here and say that Green Bay's secondary is top-notch, but no, it, it's, not. It, it's, it, it's, it's better than what the Texans have given the last four weeks. I think the Texans have given up an average of 35 points to wide receivers in fantasy the last three or four weeks. So 
you know the Texans secondary is not good. So for me, I, I have to go with the guy that, that can do a little bit of both, and, and, and the one that can do that is Josh Allen. Well, there you go, folks. You heard it. Um, a lot of people have that question. They're in that that predicament this morning. And if uh, if you if you feel what Cam's got to say, there you go. Because I mean, you can't go wrong. Everything he says makes sense. It does. And yeah, it's that's why it's so hard to answer some of these questions. We just close our eyes and we go with what we think. Because I mean, these are hard, hard predicaments going in now. Forty five minutes before, or, you know, thirty five minutes before kickoff. It's it's tough. And now you're questioning everything that you've that's yeah. gotten you here. And if you have options, if you have Josh Allen there, don't be uh don't be too scared to click him because he could come through just with his rushing. No, no doubt, and it makes this tough, right, guys? Because it's small sample size. Yeah. You know, Josh Allen's only played you know a few games. He's a rookie, and and Nick Foles, he you know he played at the end of last year and a little bit this year, but you know it's not a great sample size to get a feeling of of how these guys are really playing as a whole. So hey, it's risky. That's why it's fantasy football. That's why it's gambling, right? Cam, thanks for calling. Thanks for blessing the people with a little info, and we can't wait to have you back, man. All right, there you have it. Uh, Jerry, do you want to get into your picks here, or do you want to take another call? Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get that call. He's been waiting. All right, here you go. You're on Moneyline. Hello? Yeah, you're on Moneyline. What do you got for us? Oh, yeah, I just wanted to say, Josh, that I want to thank you for helping me get to the Super Bowl with all your flexi picks. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Good luck today. Yeah, and I just wanted to say this is Mrs. Bo. Oh, Mrs. Bo in the house. We got to meet, well, I already met her before, but we all got to hang out at the Christmas party the other day, and she told me the funniest thing. She was just like, <laughs> like Jerry doesn't want to give me picks. Jerry tells me to listen to the show. She so. asked me, she'll ask me, she'll be like, hey, who do I start? And I just hit her with the 713-780-3776. Yep, yep. And uh, because this is a double-sided blade here, right? Because... Last year or the or years past, whenever I would give her advice and I go wrong, then that rest of the day is ruined. You know, Ooh, she's yeah. cooking dinner, right. looking at you like, hmm. <laughs> so, mad, mad, mad. Ooh, that, so that's I rough. just uh, so I hit a so I just I just separate myself and that's crazy. See, what I'm saying on air right now, I'm getting blasted by my wife. This is Mrs. <laughs> Bo, but I'm telling you, I can't give her no seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. What do you got? Any questions for Josh today? <laughs> Yeah, thank you, Josh. Uh, no worries. It sounds like she's got it under control being in the Super Bowl here. So it looks like we're doing a pretty good job. See, Jerry, when, when I give somebody wrong fantasy advice on the show, they just hang up and I don't ever see them again. Like, you have to go home. She cuts <laughs> holes in my socks. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> That's hilarious. Thank you so much. And we really All appreciate right, you listening. We'll talk to you a little later. Good luck today, okay? All right, thanks. Bye. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, look, man, we got a lot of calls today, but we got to get Jerry's picks in here. Let's get Reggie real quick. All right, Reggie. Let's, let's turn up for the people. Reggie, you're on Moneyline. What's up? All right, well, I got a quick question. Sam Darnold or Kirk Cousins today? Oh, man, that's tough. I'm going Darnold off the top, man. Just I'm scared to see. Uh, one of my picks this week is that under in the Vikings game, I think that they proved last week what they want to be going forward. They want to lean on that run game, and I don't, I don't see them just. I don't see Cousins going out there and chopping it up for more than two touchdowns and say two hundred fifty yards. I see that around what Darnold will get. I see, Darnold did it against the Texans. He'll do it this day, and 
There's no other reason for him to be out there other than that they want to get him out there, get reps, and he has nothing to lose. I look for that to be an under game. Give me, give me Darnold, give me Darnold, and and again, close your eyes, going with these rookies. But if I don't see Kirk Cousins getting it today, I don't see him going for a three touchdown game, three hundred yards. I just don't see that kind of of game from him today. I don't either. In this question, I am going to lead towards Cousins. I think. Cousins is going to get 200 and something yards and a couple passing touchdowns. Yeah. That's about what I think Cousins will get. So if you need crazy upside, maybe go for Sam Darnold. I am also worried the Vikings are they're going to give the ball to Dalvin Cook a lot more. That recipe seems to be working for them. But I'm also like, Kirk Cousins has Diggs and Thielen to throw the ball to. So, you know, I think those guys are going to do something, and that'll be Kirk throwing them the ball. So it's close for me, but I'm going to lean Cousins. Jerry's going to lean Darnold. Sorry, Jerry and I don't always agree on every single play, but hey, you don't want us to, or why would there be two of us on the show? And just how close it is, looking at the optimizers that I use, they got Cousins actually projected for 20.7, a little higher, it's 18.8 for Darnold. The ceiling, though, is what you look at because you want to know how much points can I expect on a great day. They got Kirk Cousins ceiling at 31 and Darnold slightly lower, so it's it's there. It's there right up on point. I just think the game script opens up more for Darnold to have to make plays, if especially if Rodgers comes out trying to throw and leave the season with a statement, but other than that, I see uh, I see it being very close, but I'll side with Darnold, and that's why you want to call and have different uh, opinions. Maybe one guides you the other way. All right. Well, we kind of ran out of time with all the questions, Jerry, so you know, sorry, I kind of lied to everybody. We don't have Jerry's picks right here, but you know what? We're going to have them. We're going to have them on the other side. Yeah, for so, sure. so we're going to hit a break. We'll get into Jerry's picks. We're also getting to get into my flexi plays. And then we're going to have Andrew give us a little update on the actives and actives. Yeah, I'm curious what Andrew's got because this is the this is the last time you'll speak before the war. So we'll be back this Monday line, 97.5. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. All right, we are back on Moneyline, 713-780-3776. We're trying to help you guys out, but first, this, this is how we're really going to help you guys out. Jerry Bowe, it's time to make some people some money. What do you have this week? Let's get it. Straight bet. Cowboys, we're going to go through this quick. We're running short on time. We still have to get to some games from a fantasy perspective, but I think the Cowboys pound them today. I uh, I believe that the way that the Bucks have changed their defense is going to play into the way the Cowboys, like I said, Dak, you want him going up against a uh, man coverage team, not that zone. I think they pound them. I think they get up early. Look for Dallas to win minus seven as a three-unit bet and the team total. I think they score in the 30s. Straight bets. Cleveland team total. We already know. We talked about how we think that Baker wants to get uh, get another little nudge off his shoulder and bust him up again. I don't know how they get there, but I know that Nick Chubb's going to run all over him. I think that 26 and a half points is feasible. I see Cleveland scoring right around there. Take the over. Straight bets. 
Minnesota Detroit under 43 points, a small play, one unit, but I don't see them scoring a lot of points. Minnesota proved that they're going to run the ball a lot. Detroit, I don't see how they're going to move the ball with uh, they've scored 15 points over the la- an average of 15 points over the last 6 weeks. They're not putting the ball in the end zone. They, their season's done. And Minnesota right here is going to try to get out of here with the win using their new game plan which is leaning on the run game. Let's take the under. Straight bets. I hate to hit this one because last week I told you, that like, when you look at the board, you looked at uh, uh, Seattle or the week before Seattle against San Francisco and everybody took Seattle and they lost outright, even as a favorite. This week, the same thing, though. You look at the Bears, you look at San Francisco and you say, why is that line the same? Why is that line the same as those other teams? Because the Bears are clearly, clearly better than those two other opponents where the line ended up at four, four and a half anyways. I'll close my eyes, a small play, on, and, and I'm breaking in one of my rules and taking the team that makes it too easy. But on this one, I don't see how the Bears don't win by four. Straight bets. Eagles, money line. One of my bets, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm eating the juice some, but the line's moving some now. Now it's at about two, but I just think that this is where the Eagles get right. They uh they got the remedy. They got the remedy. I know it's a big game for the Texans. I just think that the Eagles got exactly what it needs to to, to stop that offense. They it won't be a. It's going to be like a. Let's call it twenty eight twenty four. Either which way. Where I know that the Texans struggle though is on grass in December one nine and one in the last eleven games on grass in December. If for whatever reason they just they have trouble here. I hate to say it. I know it's a big game being from Houston. I just I just gotta go where where the money is. So give me the Eagles. Straight bet. The last big play of the week, my play of the week, which is Seattle team total over 26. Now it's gone to 26 and a half. In this game, a lot of people are going back and forth on which side to take. Yeah. Seattle, 26 and four against the spread in night games. That's what they do. They shine as an underdog. Don't tell them that they're not better than the other team. Four, one and one against the spread this year. At home, even better. 14 and five against the spread as home underdog since 2009. Russell Wilson, eight. In 18 and 7 as an underdog. Again, this team thrives as in the spot where you tell them you're not the better team. And if you do it to them at their house, 14 and 6 Pete Carroll as lo- after losing as a favorite the previous week. Yes, the Chiefs have a uh, long rest. And yeah, we all look at the Chiefs and we say, well, maybe that offense has slowed down some because the last two weeks, Ravens Chargers, two top 10 DV- defenses to DVOA. But what happens on all their other games? On road games, the Chiefs average 73.4 points per game. That's what their games see as a total on average on the road. This week, Seattle, you get a team that scored 30 points more four times on uh, on four occasions this year. Seattle's going to not be able to run the ball as much because the game script's going to take them out of that. Look for Seattle to play chase. Instead of picking the side, pick the team total. Take Seattle over 26. Take that to the bank. Teasers. The one teaser we're going to drop this week, it's going to be a 10-point. And it's going to come in the form of the Colts plus five, uh, plus point five. You get them at from nine and a half. You get them. They just have to win. I'll take the Colts just having to win. I think the Chiefs and Seattle game is a uh, is a track meet. You get to bring it all the way down to forty five instead of the fifty five off the ten point, and then give me the Pats at just minus three point five. So a ten point teaser. Those three, and then just to kill it off, some uh, a few prop bets on players. 
Tevin Coleman, over 46 rush yards today. I think he gets that. Zeke Elliott, a max play, gets a rushing touchdown at minus 140. Nick Chubb, I've mentioned it all show, over 84 yards. And a sneaky, sneaky, sneaky guy, Callaway. Look for Callaway to burn off on one. His receiving yards is 36 and a half. He'll have that on one play today. Breaking news. News flash. What's up, guys? It's a little bit later than usual. A little bit. A little but, bit. Uh, all the injury news is here, so let's get right into it. I'll get it out of the way quickly for you guys. So starting off at running back, LeGarrette Blunt. he's going to be active for the Lions. The only question with him is we don't know what the backfield is going to look like, what the share load is going to end up being. So I'd stay away from him. At receiver, uh, we talked about DeAndre Hopkins being active. He's now officially active. Julio Jones, he's officially active for the Falcons as well. T.Y. Hilton, he's active for the Colts. And Kenny Galladay is active for the Lions as well. Deshaun Jackson, you guessed it, he's active as well. So we have some good news so far. Moving over to the late games. Todd Gurley, we talked about him a little bit earlier. Um, He hasn't practiced all week, and that's never a good sign. But at the same time, Schefter said that as long as he doesn't suffer a setback, he's going to be good to go today. And it's a juicy matchup against the Cardinals. So um, if you want to roll the dice, you got to do it with Gurley. Matt Breida, he's going to be active for the 49ers. Oh, and boy. he's not actually on the injury report, <laughs> thankfully. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we, we all know the history with Breida, but he's not actually on the injury report coming into the game. So hopefully he's able to make it through a full 60. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, the fantasy hero who went out and told everybody that he's playing, he's questionable with that groin injury. But like, like y'all talked about earlier, he said he's playing. So we're going to take him at his word that he's going to be good to go. James Conner's out for the Steelers. So expect to see Jalen Samuels lead the line. And Spencer Ware is doubtful with the hamstring injury. He's not going to play. So expect uh, Damian Williams to lead the KC running oh, yeah. back. Committee. And then for the Sunday night game, Rashad Penny, he's questionable with a knee injury. And Pete Carroll was not optimistic about his ability to play at all this week. So I'd stay away from him. And then Doug Baldwin is going to be active with the hip injury. And that's all I got for y'all. All right. Thanks, Andrew. Hey, pretty much some good news, right, Jerry? Yeah, so, no, for sure. I mean, mostly everybody, it looks like, is going to play. That's big news. We really appreciate that. So quickly, uh, I think it might be. Ooh, it's time it. to get flexy, Josh. Get them. It is time to get flexy. I'm going to get through these kind of quick this week, guys. We're kind of up against it. So I've been kind of talking about them all day. Nick Foles, guys, over the last four games, Houston allowing almost 26 fantasy points a game to quarterbacks. Got to like him. Aaron Rodgers, I know it's crazy to have him here, guys, but he hadn't been that great this year. But I think he comes through this week against the Jets secondary. You remember what Deshaun Watson did to him at the end of the game last week? I think Aaron's going to do a lot of that to Devontae Adams. I also like Mitchell uh, Trubisky this week. 49ers have given up nine TD passes to opponents in the last four weeks. So I like him. Marlon Mack. I like Marlon Mack this week. Giants defense allowing over 31 fantasy points per game to running backs over the last month. Damian Williams, you just heard him talk about him. We love him this week. Spencer wears out. Get him in your lineup. Don't even think about it. Jalen Samuels, same thing. Start him. James Conner's out. Play him. I like Sony Michelle this week, guys. I think the Patriots are going to try and get him going. Bills have allowed six TDs to running backs in their last four. And Jamal Williams, I think he's going to get a lot of work with the Packers with Aaron Jones going down, so I think he's a nice option. And quickly, Alshon Jeffrey, come on. We've been talking about him all show. Texans allow almost 43 fantasy points a game to wide receivers over the last month. you got to like him this week. I like Dougie Baldwin. You just heard Andrew say it looks like he's going to go. He's in a spot where the Chiefs are giving up about 40 fantasy points per game in their last three. Teach me how to Dougie. He's going to, boy, Dougie taught me how to get... 
get very few fantasy points that last week. He killed me. Uh, Julian Edelman, he was my uh, put my name on it last week. He came through. I love him again this week. He makes a career out of torching the Bills. I have a couple other plays on here, but you will have to go to Sports Map to check those out. You got about 15 minutes to get over there and see him. I kind of like Cam Brait this week, so... Just saying, guys, Dallas, they're allowing over 14 fantasy points a game to tight ends over the last month. So Dallas, actually a pretty nice matchup for tight ends. So get him in your fantasy lineups. And, you know, after this, you know what I'm going to do, Jerry, is I'm going to go watch these games. I've, I've got a little bit of money on the games today, yeah. and, and i got some fantasy money on the games. And you know what that means? I'm going to go watch them. I'm going to enjoy myself. And that means I'm going to have some cocktails, right? Yeah. And maybe not just a few cocktails because, hey, Gal Media, we're off on Monday for Christmas Eve. I don't have to come into work, but I still don't want to feel terrible when I wake up tomorrow. So you know what I'm going to do about that, Jerry? Thrive. Of course, it's Thrive Plus, guys. I'm going to take my Thrive Plus. So I'm going to have as many drinks as I want. And then all I got to do is remember to take my three capsules before I go to bed, and I'm going to wake up feeling fantastic the next day. You know, we had the Christmas party the other day for uh, 97.5, and Thrive was one of the sponsors. They gave out Thrive to everybody. And, Jerry, you got to try it. Am I right? Yeah. No, and it's, we, we, uh, we went up there on an Uber ready to, to drink, and that's exactly what we did. The objective was to drink as much as we could and wake up with no hangover. I'm alive today, this today, <laughs> because of Thrive. I'm usually a guy that has those two, three-day hangovers. Man, don't even talk to me. Don't call me. I woke up the next day. I was ready to go. See, it, it works. Everybody I've talked to, it works for them. It works for me. I ordered another three bottles. And the guys, you just want to go to Thrive Plus, and you order. You go to DecideThrive.com. That's where you're going to want to go. You go on there, and you put in your order. And if you order before 3 o'clock, it, it's to your door the next day. They're a Houston-based yeah. company. And guys, the great thing about Thrive Plus is it's designed to reduce alcohol's negative effects on your body. It, it's giving your liver what it needs to process the alcohol and its toxic byproducts. They were even on Shark Tank, guys. Their founder's an Ivy League graduate. They have five PhDs. And they tell you if you take it and you don't feel 50% better the next day, they'll give you your money back. So, guys, what are you waiting for? Go to DecideThrive.com. You heard from me and Jerry. The stuff works. We use it. You know you don't want to feel bad when you're with your family on Christmas Eve and yeah. Christmas Day. Take some Thrive. Take that, tequila. There you have it. So there you have it, guys. Thrive.com. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. This is Nolan Ryan. You're listening to Houston's best sports talk, ESPN 97.5. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 97.5.com presented by Thrive Plus live from the WreckersWarehouse.com studios here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan all right we are back on Moneyline Jerry Bow, Josh Jordan we got Harrison behind the glass all right we don't have much time left, guys. About one more segment. So we're going to hit some of the biggest games gambling-wise. And right now, we're going to finish that DraftKings lineup. And we're going to read it out to you guys. If you guys want to play it, we're going to play it. So here's what we have right now. We have Nick Foles at quarterback. We got Nick Chubb and Alvin Kamara at running back. We went ahead and put Alshon Jeffrey in at wide receiver just because we like that matchup and we like that stack with Nick Foles. So if that comes through, then, hey, you double your points there. And then we also decided we kind of like Robbie Anderson this week. He's very affordable. 
at 4,500. He's been coming on lately, building that chemistry. So we're going to put him in there. Earlier, we already decided we're going to go with the Dolphins for 2,700, going up against Jacksonville, and the Dolphins are at home. We like that. And then we asked uh, Josh ADHD about a tight end play, and he gave us Ian Thomas going up against the Falcons. You know, makes sense. Rookie quarterback for, for the Panthers, getting his first start of the season. I don't know if he's technically a rookie, but it's going to be his first game th- playing with the Panthers. So he's probably going to want to throw to his tight end, have a little security blanket. So that makes some sense. So we got two spots left. We have uh, 14,600 remaining. So that's about uh, 7,300 per player. So I'm going to let Jerry pick these last two guys. What do you think, Jerry? Give me Amari Cooper okay. in one spot. All right. And that leaves us how much exactly? We got uh, 7,100 left. 7,100. And then go ahead and give me Dalvin Cook, 6,900. Ooh, I like that. Okay. I love Dalvin Cook this week, FYI, guys. I, I, I think he's going to have a big game. So that's our lineup right there. Nick Foles, Nick Chubb, uh, Amari, uh, Alvin Kamara, Alshon Jeffrey, Robbie Anderson, Amari Cooper, Ian Thomas, Dalvin Cook, and the Dolphins D. I'm going to hit enter right now, place my DraftKings wager. There you have it. So if anybody else wants to play it and it does well for us, hey, you know, take a picture of it, snapshot it, and hit us up on Moneyline 97.5. Let us know how it does. And, uh, hey, hopefully we win some money this week, guys. So that'll be great. So let's, uh, let's move to the rest of these games here. Let's, uh, let's hit the big games because we haven't you – know, we've hit them piece by piece, but we haven't gone through them. So let's get into this, uh, this Dallas game. You have a lot of plays for this one, Jerry. Um, tell me why you like the, the Cowboys here. I, this is their get-right spot. I think that's why they were so flat last week, knowing that they had this look-ahead. They, uh, they, they're they going to pound them. I think they're going to open it up. They're, this is a Z game. like you, said. you could stack. This is where Cooper goes off. His home splits. You think so? he's, yeah, he's been going off at home this year. I think he continues that. This is where they open it up. and They can win here. They, let's go, Cowboys. Anybody out there, I'm telling <laughs> you, we're going to pound that minus seven. Let's go for all the Cowboy fans out there. This is your moment. This is the, the the moment you lock it up. You're going back to the playoffs. Let them know. Let them hear it. Let's go, boys, minus seven. All right. And uh, let, let's hit on this one real quick. Houston, Philly. We got I mean, we're in Houston. We got to talk about our Texans. It looks like it's Looks like it's about a minus two in favor of the Eagles right now. You got over under at about 47. Uh, do you lean any way on this one, Jerry? Eagles, but like like I tell you that uh, that a Jeffrey combination. Go ahead and get on Jeffrey's receiving stats, uh, his props, his, his maybe a touchdown. Get in on Jeffrey everywhere you can. He's going to look for him and Ertz quite a bit today. All right, there you have it. Let's get into. Uh, I think this is probably the most one of the most exciting games of the week. Pittsburgh, New Orleans. Looks like the Saints. Opened at about six and a half. Looks like it's still at six and a half. I guess they like that number. Saints are favored. And it looks like Juju Smith-Schuster is going to go. Jerry, your Steelers. What do you think about them against the Saints this week? Saints average 10 points per game more at home than on the road. Don't be surprised if Drew Brees and out there get out there and just start slinging it around. 7-0 and straight up at home. 4-0 against the spread in the last four in the Big Easy. 6-1 and against the spread in the past seven home games against teams with winning records. It doesn't matter if, if it's a good team coming through or not. The only thing here, though, that scares me is the Steelers. They travel well. 10-2-1 straight up in their last 13 games on the road. They, they get up for these kind of matches. Man. 
Go ahead. 55 points combined score between these two when they played each other in the last four meetings. 55.6. Are these different teams? Is this a Pittsburgh team that's going to do what they did? The same thing to Brady last week. They didn't let him get to his spot. They they rushed. They they made sure they took advantage of that. They made sure that he had to get the ball rid of it quickly, and he didn't have the weapons. Do, do the Saints have the weapons to open it up? Can Kamara cut loose? I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm I'm not going to lie. I believe this game has big plays on both sides of the ball. Get them all in. Go Steelers, I guess. All right. <laughs> Go Steelers, I guess. That's a ringing <laughs> endorsement. All right. Uh, we have to hit this Giants-Colts game. I know it's nothing that people are dying to watch, but it seems like everybody wanted to bet it. When we had our Gal Media segment, we had a lot of people on the Colts. Numbers at 9.5. Colts are favored. They're at home playing the New York Giants. Over-unders at about 48.5. What do you got on this one, Jerry? Colts, the more I uh, was listening to other people and reading right here, it's, I don't see how the Colts don't get right here. They're, they're not one of those teams that that uh, underperform at home. You don't usually see that. You see Luck always get it. That's what he loves playing at home, and I just see a blowout. I don't see how the Giants are going to move the ball, and I don't see how they're going to stop the, that red zone uh, offense. Six, Almost 70% of the time they get in the red zone, they score six. So, Give me the better team, the more efficient one, the ones that need it, need it more than ever, and give me a blowout. I see this being ugly, like a 13 to 30 game. Ooh, okay. That that actually sounds about right. I'm kind of with you on that one. This one, I know you're kind of more about Seattle's total. I personally like the Chiefs this week. I, I think they're going to cover the number. It looks like the number is at about two points, but they are in Seattle fighting that very tough home field advantage of the Seahawks. Jerry, why do you like Seattle's to- their point total this week? I think they have to chase. The The Chargers win last night did nothing but make Kansas City have to get this. They're going to come out from the front just, just slinging it around. That's why Seattle has been able to do so much. Their, their, their run game, their defense has been playing good, but they haven't played an offense that could exploit that back end. If they start getting exploited, they go down seven points. They go down ten points. Anywhere around there, they have to open. They're not going to be able to keep running the ball. They know if we go down ten points and we get stopped here and he gets the ball back, now we're down 17, that's a wrap. You don't want that to happen, they are going to open it up. You're going to see vintage Russell Wilson. He's not going to let the kid in his head when you're one of these quarterbacks and you were that guy and you hear the guys coming into your house and you're both playing for something – This is where you put your foot down. He's going to one-two step with his wife, Sierra, and take the Seattle team total. (laughs) All right, we talked about this one a little earlier, this Jacksonville-Miami game. And we were saying we like the Miami defense this week. Kind of a stinker of a game, but, I mean, it's Miami at home. They're favored by three. I I bet Pitbull's going to be there rooting them on. you got to like that. (laughs) What do you think about the Dolphins this week? This is just that stinker game that you try to make a way out of it. A lot of people are going to stay away from this, and that's where I tell you, these are the games you you can find an angle at. I don't see Jacksonville really playing for anything. The way Tannehill plays at home, it's it's a whole different guy. Sometimes you you, you don't give him as much credit as he sometimes deserves. Don't get me wrong. Let's not give him too much, but he's a decent guy at home. Look for them to run it down their throat. Roads, get up out of here. Jacksonville's ready to end this season. This season's been a disaster. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. That is for sure. The Monday night game, like this one is just like, ugh. you know, <laughs> I'm not excited about this. Denver at Oakland, but you said sometimes the ugly games are where you can make some money. So here's where this one is sitting. It's in Oakland and Denver's favored by a field goal. And uh, totals at about 43 and a half. Do you have a lean on any of this, Jerry? The farewell to the stadium, no? Yeah. So, 
crazy things happen. Yeah. Crazy things happen. And this ugly matchup, I don't see how either team should be favored. If you're going to give me three points at, with Oakland playing, I guess, for the, the goodbye, uh, give me Oakland plus the points. Okay. And I kind of like Jordy Nelson this week. If you're desperate for a receiver, I think he could come through. You know, Broncos have been dealing with some injuries in their secondary. So if you need a flex play, Jordy Nelson could be somebody that could help you out. And uh, let's get into this Bears 49ers game. A, a lot of different opinions on which way to go with this one. Bears are on the road in San Francisco. They're favored by four. Do you lean a certain way on this one? I said I just did this one just a straight out of instinct. I don't see how they're going to move the ball against that defense. If the defense is playing when inspired, I don't see how they move that ball against them. Uh, the Bears end up getting out of here with a with an ugly win. We won't call it great. I just... It's just crazy. The reason people are, are leaning with San Francisco is because you got a coach on that side of the ball that doesn't ever stop playing, that doesn't let his team give up, for example. Some teams, whenever they're not playing for anything this late in the season, they quit playing. They, they, they pack it in. Shanahan doesn't allow that to happen. That team's going to play to the very end, and that's a, that puts a premium on that line, and that's what people are going with, a, a coach that's not going to allow that team to give up. That makes some sense. And real quickly, Harrison, remember, had a flex play. Let's let him ask the question to us here. Uh, he only got five minutes, so we got to get him an answer. Real quick, Damian Williams versus Alshon Jeffrey. Ooh, Ooh. man. Uh, now I see why you're asking. Ooh. I'm going Alshon, my favorite, Jeffrey, uh, to I- shine today. Let's call it here. We, we were out of time from put my name on it, but put my name on Jeffrey. Oh, wow. He's going Alshon Jeffrey, and that's a great play. Man, I'm going Damian Williams, Harrison. I hate to do it to you, but it's a split vote here. Uh, For me, it's just about I think Williams is going to be assured of more looks and touches, and that's really all it's about is target share and carries. So that's why I'm leaning towards Damian Williams. So good luck, man. I'm sorry we weren't much help to you. But that that brings us to the point where it is about time for Put Your Name on It, right, Jerry? We're, We're getting up against it. So this one's tough for me this week. Jerry's rolling with Alshon Jeffrey, and I'm just kind of looking at my flex plays right here. And I think the guy I'm going to roll with, and I'm rolling with him again, I think Julian Edelman goes off again. Josh Gordon out of the picture, more target share. Edelman has made a career out of crushing the Bills. So I'm, I'm going to put my name on Julian Edelman this week. Harrison, is there anybody that you feel really good about this week? One guy we haven't really talked about a lot today is Tariq Cohen down there in yeah. San Francisco. I kind of like him to pick up some of those short, chunk, little little pass plays out of the backfield. I like him to pick up some points today. I like it. I like it. So that's going to do it for us, folks. The Super Bowl edition for the fantasy guys out there still fighting for it. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks for trusting in us. And most importantly, good luck to every one of you. May all the touchdowns fall your way. This is another edition of Moneyline. Thanks for listening. Yeah, guys. ESPS 97 5